0: Hello and welcome to the Midlife Pilot Podcast. It is a podcast, as you may have guessed from the creative title, all about uh, being a pilot in midlife, learning to fly, experiencing aviation, and building one heck of a community while doing it. And uh, I'm glad you could join us for episode 28 of the podcast. It's our first uh, episode of 2023, and uh, we're going to actually talk about goals goals for aviation and kind of recap some achievements from, uh, from 2022. So glad you're here. My name is uh, Chris Moran. I'm the midlife pilot on YouTube and uh, am so excited uh, to ring in the new year, um, pop the confetti poppers and uh, <laughs> cheers to my uh, co-host and friend and uh, fellow aviator coming at you live direct from Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Mr. Brian Siskin, good evening to
1: you, sir. Good evening and, and happy new year. And it's good that you're, I'm, I'm sitting here hydrating and you're just still putting them down. I am de- I'm de.
0: actively dehydrating at the same moment. <laughs> Funny how that works.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah so you're, you're coming at us uh, live from the, from the outer banks, huh? I am uh, on the outer banks of North Carolina, site of uh, last year's uh, first
0: inaugural midlife pilot fly in. Um, it'd been a really crazy, busy few weeks of travel, which we'll get into some of those stories, but how about I flew, I was in Las Vegas with the family over Christmas. So we were in Las Vegas. Um, we had flown Southwest from Pittsburgh to Las Vegas. We were in Las Vegas while Southwest was in the middle of their legendary meltdown. Mm. So the whole week we're like, are we going to make it home? Miraculously, the day we flew out was the day they canceled Three quarter or two thirds of their flights nationwide, all of them but one from Nashville to Pittsburgh or from uh, Las Vegas to Pittsburgh. The one we were on completely unaffected, left on time, had a hell of a tailwind, got home in three hours and 20 minutes from Las Vegas to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Wow. Like, and there were 40 empty seats on our airplane. I was like, how did we, how did that work out? Wow. Uh,
1: on Southwest. Yeah, it's crazy. I was crazy. wondering how that was shaken out for you. You didn't seem phased. So I just figured, you know, you weren't affected.
0: Especially once we got to the point where they were saying like, well, you know, if you get stuck somewhere, we're just going to pay for everything. And we're like, nah, we nah, can- I mean, if we can't get out of Las Vegas, we'll just stay a few more days on Southwest.
1: That's funny that you actually can apply. Like there's something about general aviation that has uh, changed how I travel or make plans or do anything now, even if it's not flying. Uh general aviation you just i just have a, a much more relaxed uh less ambitious less you know schedule oriented you know it's like we're gonna get there and then i just have flexibility i think more naturally now mm-hmm. <laughs> expect the worst out of everything yeah. uh, and hope for the best and uh it's kind of funny it's uh you know my, i didn't um we had a big uh you know we had the big the big freeze here too so it was a whole thing and so that messed up all my christmas plans and all that um but you know Honestly, like I'm, I'm not a holiday person. My favorite day of the year is January first, uh, because it means the holidays could not be further away. It's the longest runway between me and the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I respect that other people appreciate and love the holidays, I am just, I, I like, I like everyday life a lot. Actually, I don't need uh, to put up much that much importance on one day <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it is. For sure depending on what you do. So it's anyway, I'm just glad it's over. I'm glad you survived Southwest. Um, And uh, you know, did you, did you do the thing where you put your uh, like century or whatever up your stratus and then sit there like, a I am not ap-
0: that. Ap- let me no. Let me tell you, I am not that person. I'm not the guy who gets on the plane <laughs> and goes, tells the captain like, Hey, by the way, if you need me, I'm, I'll be in the back. You know, like I don't even, we, we, we've stuck our head in Cecilia as we were walking by. She's like, I wonder if they'll let me uh, look in the, you know, cockpit, and they're like, "Of course, stick your head in here, you know." And just so, just, I mean, not like walk in. We just kind of poked yeah. our head and said hello, and went back to our seats. What I am is the guy who sits up against the window seat, so I, I get online, I get the route, like the filed route that our flight is going to take, loaded into my flight, Also get a performance profile for the type of jet that I'm on oh. and then sit up against the window. So my foreflight is working oh. off of the built-in GPS, on my phone. But what's great is I'll, I'll lean over and tell like Cecilia and the people around me, like, Hey, we're going to we'll have a slight right-hand turn coming up in about 12 seconds, you know, like <laughs> along the route. And sure <laughs> enough, we get to the waypoint and the things like, and we're like, I yeah. told yeah. you, I knew what we was going to, I knew what we were going to do. So yeah. yeah, that's that's what I do on commercial flights
1: so that's not nerdy at all that's way that's not <laughs> oh man we had a
0: great trip honestly on the trip out to las vegas we were talking to this late so they we'll, we'll get into the topic in a this is another aviation related story so we were about 30 minutes late leaving pittsburgh we loaded the jet Everybody seated They haven't shut the cabin door yet, and I keep wondering what's going on. We've been in here for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Nothing's happening. And finally, they come on and say, well, um, we're going to have to open the cargo uh, doors um, and unload some freight. We are over uh, maximum takeoff weight for this aircraft. (laughs) We've been overloaded, so we can't take off. So they're… What had happened was I think the the headwinds were stronger than anticipated going out. It took us five hours and fifteen minutes to get from Pittsburgh to Vegas, which is is long. Um, And I think they to the you know they figured out their fuel loaded fuel and then they did their final calculations. Like wait a minute, now we're too heavy. Um, So we're sitting there talking to this lady (laughs) at the end. You know Cecilia and I are in a seat and it's three three to seat and there's a lady on the end and she's acting like I wonder why they're taking stuff or like asking some random questions, whatever. So I start, you know, not mansplaining, but you know, pilotsplaining. You know, like I'm like, well, I, you Same know, thing. I'm a pilot, so yeah. So it exists. So I'm like talking to this lady and telling her stuff, and I said, so what? Are, what? She's like, I started a new job on Tuesday. I said, oh, that's great. What are you doing? She's like, um, she's like, well, I've worked for Southwest in their customer service for like 15 years. She's like, I just got my AMP. I'm going to be a mechanic. I'm going. I'm going to be a mechanic for Southwest. Whoa. And I was like, Well, what am I telling you anything about like weights and like how yeah. they unload your airplanes? <laughs> like and she was just letting me talk, you know, being <laughs> polite. I'm like, This is I apologize. Like, of course you, you got you know more about this than I do. That's but that funny. was I thought that was cool. Like she spent her whole career like in the customer service side, went to school, got her AMP and got a job at Southwest as a mechanic. I'm like, that is awesome. Good for you.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool too when you see you see a lot of flight attendants actually that go get uh, you know, go to, to ATP and and do mm. do that. Which I think it's really cool. Uh, also, which maybe also is a, I don't know. Yeah, it's that's that's pretty awesome. You 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 so you made a full yourself, but it was kind of a fun thing,
0: right? Well, then we okay. had a lot to talk about the rest of the way. So you know, it was cool to like.
1: Uh, Elliot asked me if I uh, he's asking if I'm using an in ear monitor in my left ear because he doesn't know how I'm hearing the audio. Um, no. I'm just playing it out of the speakers. Um, it just doesn't feed back because this mic is super directional and I don't have it cranked up too loud. And and uh, also the software, I think, helps yeah, with the it feedback. Does.
0: There's a lot so. of echo cancellation magic happening within Restream. I normally have speakers, but because Brian knows, I uh, traveled to the Outer Banks completely unprepared to do this podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't bring a mic or anything. <laughs> uh, I have to use my uh, headset from work tonight <laughs> yeah. for, for
1: well, uh, well, let's let's get into it because I know we got a hard yeah. out uh, in uh, at, uh, at nine o'clock Eastern. Um, so, and you know, again, you know, our Discord situation is really cool because a lot of conversations start there. That you know, we never really have to think too hard about what we want to talk about. We're really just extending a lot of the conversations that are happening and incubating in the Discord uh, out to the rest of the podcast listeners. Uh, or watchers. And uh, and so it's cool because uh, we had basically been talking in the uh, chat about what we accomplished essentially in 2022 of note or that we felt good about. And then what were our goals for 2023? And I thought, hey, why not extend that outward? Also, there's something about uh, saying it out loud, right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you if you say it on a podcast, then obviously it's true, or it's meant. It's gonna. It's gonna. It has to happen, right? I and mean, there's no choice. Um, and I'm actually, we have you and I haven't even talked about this, so I think it'll be cool uh, to sort of uh, go over that because uh, nobody knows what your goals are. I know what some of your side hustles are right now that I think are terribly interesting. Um we'll save that for later. Sure. Uh we we'll have to have a, like a suspense thing for this episode, but maybe at the end you can uh reveal uh this new quest that you're on. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Uh, it's nothing controversial. It's not it's that weird. exciting. It's not that right.
0: exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um,
1: You've been to like yeah. some Chippendales Academy and like you're going to just, yeah. So there's a whole thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm dying to get turned C-SPAN back on because the house has just reconvened and we may decide whether or not we're going to have a speaker of the house this year. So I'm oh, looking right. forward to following that cluster. Uh, later. Yeah. Anyway, yes.
1: So good times. So, uh, so I don't know, maybe we just start with um, just talking generally about um, what it is to have goals, why have goals, why not have goals, what that means for us uh, in this kind of midlife phase. None of us are doing this necessarily for a, an ATP career generally. Maybe some of us have commercial aspirations, which we we'll get to that. But, um, you know, we don't have to have goals, right? <laughs> sure. No, I mean... It's it's all self-imposed uh, progress at this point once you get your 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 private pilot certificate you know you can you can do as much or as little as you want i mean be proficient be safe but i mean you know we could all just rest on our laurels and go get a 100 dollar hamburgers for the rest of our lives and uh, our flying days and that that's totally valid and totally fine that's right um, there's a lot of people that get their license and then don't fly really at all and it was just something they wanted to see if they could do it uh but i think most of us have you know aspirations and i think that the type of people that we are that get into this it takes so much money energy life force to get a private pilot certificate that it's hard to sort of turn that that uh that off right like you're going to have other things that you want to keep doing and there's just an endless world to explore why not get the most out of it so uh you know it's just it's been really cool to hear about uh, a lot of other people's uh, aspirations i'll just share mine real quick cuz they're not uh, particularly interesting. Um, they're pretty, pretty boilerplate, um, cause I'm still early on in this whole thing. Uh, and real quick to maybe rewind, you know, t- 2022 was my first, you know, full year having a private pilot certificate. Um, and I've got it right here. I did, uh, 98 flights. I did 141 hours, 174 landings, uh, 96 hours of cross country, five hours of night flying. I, um, you know, got to fly at least one other plane. I got to just fly some low wing, which I'm now a fan of. Uh, and you know, I had some great adventures. Went to the Outer Banks where you are there. Slept in that room right there behind you, and uh, got stranded uh, on an island and learned a lot of things. And yes, you know, had did. all kinds of fun. Uh, I flew to Texas. I flew to you know, I got stuck in Louisiana did a lot of things that I was super happy with and, and had a lot of fun with. And then up, I think the highlight ultimately has been just the community and, and seeing all that come about. And I made, you know, 50, over 50 videos for YouTube, um, in the past year. I mean, some are more thought out than others, but, um, you know, I tried to always be creating and, and processing whatever my experiences were and sharing them. Uh, so been a pretty, pretty damn good year. Uh, but now for 2023, you know, I was just texting with my flight instructor the other day who doesn't instruct anymore. He's uh, flying a, a citation for a private owner um, out of D.C., uh, but I check in with him now and again, and, and I told him how many hours I had, and he said, it's time to get your instrument rating. And I already know that, and I was trying to start that in November, but the plane that I want to do the training in, I knew it was going to be down for a month. Uh, which is happening right now. But when that picks back up, I'm going to start my training and I'm going to get my instrument rating unless I go broke first. Well, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but that's really, that's really the number one thing. And then otherwise I just have a general goal of I want to fly, you know, 140 hours. It, honestly, <clears throat> even if I get like a hundred, that's good. That's the minimum. Uh, but I think that right now it's still time to keep the heat on and and keep Keep going uh, as much as I can afford to do it, um, and then you know I have some goals about you know growing my you know audience or whatever with the work I'm doing. But um, I mean that's just going to be whatever it is. Ultimately, it's just about the flying, and I just want to get my instrument rating. And and not it's it's starting to feel like a monkey on the back a little bit, and uh, you know everybody else has one, so why yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Everybody else has one, so. Anyway, that's, that's kind of, that's where it goes for me. I, I think that honestly, just getting the instrument rating and <laughs> alone will be such an incredible accomplishment for me because of just time and money and focus. And my brain's not very good with things. Yeah, uh, You know, I don't have a lot of um, intelligence. Well, that's uh, not true. But or, well, I don't have book smarts, right? Like it's, it's not, my studying has been challenged. Uh, so we'll see, but. Uh, just like anything else, you just do it. I mean, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Well, let's hear about you. Let me give you some numbers.
0: that are going to surprise you, and then I'm going to say some things that may also surprise you about okay. goals and projections for 2023, or may not actually. My year's not nearly as flight out. What was your total hours in 2022? It was like a 100- hundred um, one. 40 yeah it's more than twice mine i had 63 63.9 total hours in 2022 94 landings uh 2.7 hours at night in the entire year of 2022 mm-hmm. Six tenths of an hour of uh, actual instrument time and an approach oh, yeah, on, right. my, on my v- VFR uh, yeah. flight review, on my, yeah. my, my biennial flight review. That was excellent. Go um, see the
1: episode if you haven't.
0: Yes, it's a, it's one of my favorites. Uh, it's actually with Victoria, who I hope to do my instrument with. So pretty average year. Like I have always th- said, my, my number of hours per year is 60. Uh because that equates to about five hours per month which yeah. i think for my schedule and my lifestyle is going to be pretty reasonable unless yeah. unless i'm like trained like if i'm just instrument rating year whatever like there'll be some bonus stuff in there but yeah i think just for casual recreational flying for the fact that like my wife doesn't like to fly so you we know we're not going to use it for the trips like it was possible that it could have been done i think like 60 hours for me is probably a good yeah um, I'm pretty happy with 60 hours. Now here's, here, here's something else is interesting that I was doing the math on today. Recent flight experience for me, this might surprise you. I had eight tenths of an hour uh, on November 10th, so uh, almost two months ago was my last flight. Wow. And before that, as PIC, you know, not at the flying in in October with you in Nashville, etc. Before that, my previous flight was nine-tenths of an hour on October 23rd. So in the last 90 days, I have six hours because one of that was a trip in October to Newport News. And that is all I have flown huh. um, in the last three months.
1: So I think this is terribly interesting because, one, it's like – the first instinct is maybe, and I'm not saying you feel this way, but the first, I think a lot of people would go, oh, that you know, that should feel bad for some reason. But I mean, there's no reason for that. Um, and it is obviously you balancing a lot of priorities uh, and, and all of that. But, um, you know, and I think also there's in training, I think people tend to be unnecessarily comparative about when do they solo and da, 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 da and all that. And I think that some of that, some of the, uh, residue of some of that kind of thinking can kind of carry on into the rest of your, uh-huh. uh, certificate having life. And, um, uh, I mean, you've, you know, you've probably got some maintenance to do and that's, that's a legitimate thing. And I think that for a lot of people that are midlife pilots, like this is a really interesting chapter of that to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about just being like a superstar badass all the time. Right. It's, it's, we are, we are not, we are people juggling a lot of things uh, and we're not trying to be CFIs right now or whatever. So that's right. Uh, so I've, I think been really,
0: I've been really enjoying the other parts around aviation too. I've told you this, I think yeah, uh, when we've had some conversations, like I'm kind of spoiled in that, like I started a flying club that I run that takes a lot of time. I'm the president of the airport authority of the airport that I'm at. So like, I'm, I mean, I'm super enjoying all of this other stuff in the orbit of aviation around it, as well as the flying. So it's not like I'm disconnected from that world. I love, I almost love as much the other parts of it. Like we've had some people get their uh, private pilots in our flying club. Like they've taken our planes out and got, you know, got their certificates. I'm watching these other people take our planes and succeed and do these things. And so like just being around that part of it has become, um, super rewarding and a pretty fulfilling part of the aviation thing for you i don't i don't not want to fly it is just like the current like cycle of like the the ebb and flow of life schedules and the weather it's winter time in west virginia like and I i saw somebody commenting uh through here just a minute ago um oh it's david Moscardelli who said uh Michigan weather has been awful. His last fight, October 27th, thousand foot ceilings every day. I mean, it's, the, yeah. it's that time of year, you know, where it's just the opportunities for VFR pilots, well, or even frankly, instrument pilots and in non ficky, you know, air, air uh, yeah. planes, um, got
1: frost on the wings all day or whatever. <laughs> exactly. You know? You're still yeah. dealing
0: with the same problem. So it's the time of year as well. It's all, it all kind of compounds. So here's my thing if, from a goal standpoint. 60 is terms of hours. I'm happy with 60 hours a year if I can get 60 hours a year. Um, I don't know that I anymore. I went through this that phase where I was convinced that I'm going to start my instrument. I'm not sure I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Uh, we've had a similar situation to you, Brian, at one of our three. Flying Club planes has been out of service since September with a prop strike. Its engine came in last week. In fact, the, the irony of my that I haven't flown for 90 days, one of the first flights I actually may do when I get back to West Virginia <laughs> this weekend may actually be a break-in flight in <laughs> 5.2 Lima with a brand new engine on the thing. So oh, I may go from like, I haven't flown for three months, mi- I haven't flown this plane. for a test pilot seven or eight months i'm gonna get in it and take it with like its first hour of its brand new engine so anyway (laughs) it may you know um so i I think 60 hours for me i'm gonna spend i think this year enjoying more of just this like the stuff we've been doing the the casual flying the flying get togethers that we're trying to put together just like without the pressure or the expectation um and the other thing and then this is a good audience for this is that I, I'm good. I've got to get back to um, content production again. Um, I have got to get in a routine. That's, that was actually one of my resolutions for 2023. I've got to get into a workflow and a routine where I can, cause I have, I have so much content to produce. Like I have material that's just waiting and it, it I, I've got the workflow down for capturing it and I just need to get into the cycle um to, to where I can create content on a regular schedule like I used to.
1: So, so maybe, um, maybe everybody can in the chat, uh, just talk about how much they love your content and how they wish that they had more of it and they feel bad because you're not making it as much. Uh, well, then you have like guilt is a great motivator <laughs> yeah, let's try that uh you know if that doesn't work we'll try shame you know we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll see how it goes no but um here's the thing man like you're still doing a lot of things and then ultimately I, I actually had a quick question about this i would be very interested to see what depictions and storytelling and uh portrayals you could do around this peripheral that you're involved in you're in a very unique position yeah i um, thought
0: about that and, and i had a couple of things for my patrons like one of the things i was gonna th- i thought about doing <clears throat> was a, a whole series on the break-in of the engine then maybe make it a patron only thing like you know like the the nitty-gritty behind the scenes like in the plane for the break-in flights like watching the how we're what the mechanics are of what we're doing on these break-in flights and how, you know the yeah and if i'd been in town i would have loved to have documented some of the like putting the engine back on you know, like yeah. the actual, like installing a new engine and all the things that go into that. So I'm yeah. sad personally to be missing that. Um, well, also
1: just like things around the airport and what that means and just all that. I just, I'm, I would like to know more about that. So maybe that's like a, a way to grease the skids because sure. it's ultimately yeah, about sure. doing what you know and that's what you're doing. Uh, so yeah, that's really cool. And I, you know, uh, yeah, there's no there's plenty of things to do. <laughs> For well, sure. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um and then you know what as far as uh yeah, you know, I know you also have the the potential challenge of if your daughter is going to start training then you would probably have to curtail some things too.
0: Yes, exactly, and some of that kind of got on hold too. She's a senior in high school this year. She's picked her uh, college.
1: Yeah, um, not she's to going, jump off into the unknown.
0: No, no, she's going to start oh. into West Virginia University, and so she she made the decision to uh, postpone that as well for her own kind of schedule and yeah. just figuring out what college life is going to look like and whatever. But I, I, uh, she, it's something she still definitely very much wants to do. Uh, but that's also got slightly put on hold too. Um, yeah. so maybe I should take advantage of still having uh, time to do that. Uh, maybe. while well, The, bug- that's the budget. Happens. Like
1: we all have right. these exactly. strict budgets that we yeah, adhere to. Right. Um, well, that's awesome. Um, so I know that we, um, I'd like to see people throw in there uh, in the chat here, what, what their 23 uh, goals are. And in the meantime, maybe we can uh, hit people with, uh, with, with the, uh, The audio message that we got that we really wanted to play that's uh i think worthy of a conversation unto itself
0: yeah for sure do you want to set it up or just play it and talk about it later
1: so um uh yeah let's just play it
0: yep here we go hello midlifers uh the sage here i hate using that name but apparently it's sticking my goal for 2023 is in large part due to the other midlifers upping their aviation game I feel like I have to up mine so I decided to go out and get my commercial rate I uh, also
1: wanted to stay active within the midlife community and be as supportive as possible hope everybody has a good, has a good 2023 Awesome So um, I thought he was going to say my first goal is to get out of this well that I'm trapped in <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you can't, you can't,
0: you can't ask people to send audio messages and then, <laughs> uh, and then he's got a microphone.
1: Them. I know the stage has a microphone. Like, uh, you know, uh, somebody call EMS down there in, <laughs> in Georgia and get him out of this. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, no, but that's, that's great. I, you know, the, the one of us that's probably the most experienced that we know of that listens or is a part of the sort of community um, to still be striving and still be looking to to do more and to go commercial, that's really like a new threshold, isn't it, right? Like now it's like, hmm, you know, maybe make a little money. And I will say, <clears throat> not to bring it back to myself, but I'd like to bring it back to myself. Um, no, but. uh, For sure. I, I have, uh, somebody had asked me the other day. Uh, if I had any aspiration, uh, to be a CFI and there's, so, I have to, I have to just admit that there's some part in the back of my head that's similar to maybe what you've talked about where it's like, maybe that would be an all right sort of, I can do it when I want a uh, retirement type of, uh, gig, you know, uh, there it's one of those things that we're ultimately. I can't imagine putting up with all the politics of a flight school and dealing with all the stuff. You know, I think being a private CFI, you know, it's sort of like if you want to go to like the weird guy, <laughs> go to this guy. If you're a weird weird person and you want to go fly with the weird instructor, then go fly with that guy. Like I feel like I could have my own little weird uh, mm-hmm. kind of Jack Kerouac flight school kind of uh, you know thing. But um, no, but. I have thought about that. And then, you know, uh, I forgot to mention also that part of my inclination to get the instrument rating too is so that, uh, because I know the Sage does uh, angel flights and I know that he's looking to do even more of those. And I think um, having a commercial license, even though that's not required for that, is such a great way to sort of have a little bit more certainty around those types of operations and, and, you know safety that goes along with with that um and i myself have thought about um there's an organization here it's called the freedom freedom aviation network uh you can look up their website freedomaviationnetwork.org uh i'm going to be making some content for them i think uh but basically they're based here it's a new organization a 501c3 nonprofit that is helping victims of human trafficking get transported out of mm. their situations and they need pilots uh, they're kind of going by the 250 hour instrument rating kind of minimum although i think that if you talk to them there might be some uh ways where you don't have to necessarily be all that uh but that's part of my motivation too is is you know uh and i'd love to talk maybe we should do an episode on angel flights uh, we that.
0: absolutely should that's you know a I
1: mean? great idea Yep. because it just that's that's like the next to me that's the next thing right is Hundred dollar hamburgers are great. Trips are great, but it's it's all self serving to an extent, right? And so, what can we possibly be doing, uh, or at least aiming for, that could be helpful to to others? That's when I think uh, learning a craft becomes obviously the most valuable. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Thanks, Sage, for that. That's awesome.
0: Yes. Very cool. Very cool. And will will have you'll be you'll uh, have no trouble getting there for sure. Right.
1: Like he'll just, um, he'll just walk up and be like, "Here, just, just sign just, here. Just log into IACRA. Let's just, let's just sign it off." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, The guy, the DP, will go out and get in his plane uh, to like do the check route and like sit down in the seats and like fall asleep and be like, be back." I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that was easy. Still, yeah, by
1: that'd... the way, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, so a couple, few weeks, month ago, I flew down to uh, his, uh, the Sages Airport.
0: Um oh I saw some pictures or something from that I
1: think. Yeah, so me and uh Steve Cross who's about to have his check ride on the 12th. Uh God rest his soul. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, he'll he'll do great. Um we flew down there uh and then one uh, dull Geek flew from North Carolina. So we uh, we had to kind of this impromptu meet up down there and had had a lunch. Uh but when I was coming in and I called the tower the first call i made uh the response i got was uh basically the the guy saying uh uh all right you know the sages and something like the sage is expecting you uh you know go ahead and you know report five mile down went whatever you know are you kidding me <laughs> totally and here's the thing chris i have two ways that i'm simultaneously recording audio and they both failed oh my
0: god is it on live ATC somewhere? Is it is that a live ATC airport? I got to go
1: find that. It was so great. And I no, I, I don't think it is. I mean, it, oh. was, it was one of those things where it's like, you have to remind yourself what it was like in the olden times before you could capture everything and just go, well, the, I experienced that. But, uh, but I got a specific, like he, he didn't say Ben. The he said the sage. <laughs> it was so uh, good. But so like I have my tablet recording the audio, uh, through the app, but it just, for whatever reason, it decided on that flight. It'd never done this before, oh. but it just was recording my voice and no other voices. I don't know why or how that happened. Oh. And then the GoPro, um, audio just didn't work. Uh, so, uh, I couldn't believe it. I don't know if I told Sage that yet. I didn't want to break in the news, but, uh, but Hey man, I was there. There were witnesses. It was pretty great. Uh, and, uh, I'll never forget it. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's read some. Let's read some goals from some other uh, some folks in the co- in the chat tonight. Do you want to do that? Some twenty twenty three goals. Um, <clears throat> it's a good reminder too for our for our uh, podcast audiences that we record this podcast on Wednesday nights at eight Eastern every other Wednesday night. So it's a great time to join in. And the chat is we can't even. Yeah, if you're listening to Side of Podcast, you can't even appreciate the side conversations that occur through here. And there's just a whole thing that has a whole little unique <laughs> universe. That, yeah. yeah, it's over here. On this, literally, it's a sidebar in the yeah. video part of the stream. But like, there's a whole other thing happening during this show uh, as well every time we record it. So let's just go back through historically and read some of the folks in chat. And if yeah. you haven't put them in there yet, put some goals in chat and we'll, we'll get to them. Um, <clears throat> Michael Young, Nashville flying attendee and a Cirrus earlier this year said I have a lot of goals for 2023, but my biggest is to fly from uh, Georgia to California and hit yeah. Catalina Island. That's that's one of those legendary uh, places. I've seen a ton of YouTube videos of folks flying out there, and it looks awesome.
1: Well, if anybody if anybody will do it, Michael Young will do it. I mean, that's absolutely <laughs> the fact. Michael, you're a beast. You're. It's like. We'll just talk about it today, and then you'll see a post from him in two days. It'd be, you know, posing in front of like airport. This guy, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: He's like, I did it. It's twenty twenty three. It's January. I out 6th. You don't
1: sleep, you can get here really fast. <laughs>
0: Uh, David Moscardelli says getting his instrument rating and uh, two to three multi-state trips. First time to Osh, which is awesome. Probably mm. driving. Yeah. It's like my first time to Osh was a flight into Milwaukee. And then we drove the rest of the way. Cause it was, uh, it was horrifying I, can't really, I
1: mean i have not i'm not convinced of the value of flying into oshkosh yet um, unless
0: you're going to camp under your airplane which you know it's not in my that's not my <laughs> right that's not in my style
1: that's the that would be the mid-20s podcast uh, exactly And i would have done that yeah uh
0: two 217 student pilot says he flew to oshkosh with pilot edge was pretty uh. cool uh, i don't know if any of you have done that they do a Sim, Sim Venture. It started during the pandemic, uh, the year Oshkosh was canceled. Uh, Pilot Edge is a service, if you're not familiar with it, that's like a subscription-based air traffic control service for your flight sims at home. I use it during my flight training. T- immensely beneficial for radio communications because it's like the real deal. <clears throat> but they got together and teamed up with some of the real the folks who do air traffic control for Oshkosh, and they created a scenery pack and a whole system to do the entire Oshkosh event, the arrivals and everything on the simulator, and they scheduled it for a weekend, just like Oshkosh days. And like, you get online, you see all the other traffic. They're on your iPad, connected to your flights. I mean, it is the whole experience, wow. <laughs> and it is brilliant. Uh, and they and they, it was such a huge success the first year. They've kept doing it even after Oshkosh has started back, and they literally bring in the real real Oshkosh controllers uh, to do it on the flight sim. And it's there's videos of it all over the internet. if You check it out. It's um, it's pretty incredible stuff. That is wild. Uh, let's see. Stinky Weasel 1. This a little inside baseball here. Redo comms in the 150. That means like there's literally, we're changing out some hardware in the 150 in our flying club. Uh, start checking off airport lists, uh, doing a sea of cross countries, and getting his instrument rating.
1: Which would that's, be awesome. that's a lot. I mean, that's but, you a know, lot.
0: But he's be done. It can absolutely be done. Uh, old Aviator also says uh, 2023 goal is to complete uh, complete his ins- his or her instrument rating. Wait, that's a he. I know who that is.
1: It's too bad we can't just like crowdfund or crowdsource. Like everybody just wants to, like, we just start our own school, man. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, Austin Timmerman says his goal is to get my private and to fly to a concert and get tailwheel endorsement, which would oh, be awesome. Yeah. So There's so many endorsements like that too. that I would
1: love to get. I just, I can't pragmatically justify it because I will not be able to sustain uh, doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, or even, like I really want to get a complex endorsement, but it's like, so what does that mean? Now I have to fly even more expensive planes that I can't afford. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's tough. It
0: doesn't die though, does it? It doesn't the, require
1: any. No, but, think... it, but if you're going to do it, you want to use it. I don't know. I mean, Gear up, gear down, rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> see, let's
0: see. Uh, I'm still scrolling. I'm way back now. I'm at the beginning of the episode now. Oh.
1: Uh, one dull geek has got his uh, here at the top. 2023 goals: owner-assisted annual sufficient proficiency to fly and approach to minimums in IMC. Uh, by the way, congratulations! Big congratulations to one dull geek for passing his instrument check ride uh and he's been so uh it's been great for him to share all of his experience in the discord because it brings me a little focus about what to expect and, and all that it's that's one of the coolest things i think about the discord is that demystifies a lot of these things or you just you know was that a normal check ride was Mm -hmm. a lot of the conversation because he had quite a unique check ride experience Um, so very very cool Um, congratulations uh, Mr. Geek (laughs) it's very awesome (laughs) and it was good Uh, to see him Uh, he was uh, he was supposed to be studying and he came out to have lunch with us instead and still passed the check ride amazing but uh, yeah so now Chris do you have any um, do you have any sort of bucket list type of destination places that are kind of bugging you that you want to get to sooner than later or are you all right at the moment
0: uh, no I do I, I mean I, I really want to do I saw Andy Andy Huggins in the chat um, I saw him talking about the New York um, I really want to do the New York um, yeah. corridor the Hudson River corridor Um I'd Michael like to Young up there
1: just recently. I know I saw yeah, amazing.
0: I, it's been on my list too. And um, in fact, uh, David Muscardelli is in the chat and I actually i have got talking about content. I've got recorded. I have a, an interview. We actually did a thing with, um, Oh God, I'm drawing a blank um, with, with, The guy who flies up there, he's got a he's got an apartment in Manhattan, and he flies uh, that quarter all the time. Yeah, we did a thing with Bruno, um, where he kind of did gave some great tips on how to like fly the quarter. He's done videos of that on his channel, but we did a we did a zoom with him. Oh neat! And recorded it probably oh my gosh a year ago maybe, Um, and we just didn't we haven't done anything with it yet. But uh, I would love to go up there and uh, and do that trip uh, because it's you know there's a lot of traffic got to keep your eyes peeled but it's 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 not as complex as maybe it seems i mean it's pretty defined there's yeah. a lot of very visual reference reference things yeah. that's you can't miss i mean you, you just do what you're supposed to do and be where you're supposed to be and it's it's not that crazy of a thing to, to accomplish so
1: I, yeah i feel like if i lived in new york city and being able to get around on a bike and manage the subways and everything else then i should be able to probably manage flying over it's probably less complicated.
0: Absolutely. Definitely less, definitely less crowded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'd
1: by like the way, to do that. Uh, uh there's uh where'd he go? Uh Ivy was saying uh, unofficial co-pilot spouse 2023 list, which I think is great. Uh, because we do have some people that are maybe not necessarily pilots, but uh but are proximity pilots um, or backup pilots. So uh in this case, yeah, keep practicing radio comms, do a pinch here course and co-pilot flight to Niagara Falls. So I I just think that's, that's awesome. awesome. I've been, I've been kind of pressing my wife a little bit on pinch hitter course, Um, you know, as much as I think it'd be a great opportunity for her growth as a person, it's more about the opportunity for me to have entertainment. Um, No, but I just love the idea that like, there's no way, there's no way that I could teach her anything. Think of the thumbnails. It's going to have to be an instructor. Right, I know <laughs> the phone. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Right, uh, wife in bikini gets pinch hitter course. <laughs> uh, like,
0: most viewed video on the. I mean, yeah, that's how because that's how the out. That's how it works. <laughs>
1: yeah. But 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 you know, congrats on on pushing to have that goal for the pinch hitter course. I I don't I I just think that's something that a lot of people should do um, if they can. So uh oh yeah. Sorry, I'm
0: reading I'm I'm stuck reading the comments.
1: <laughs> it's, it's getting busy in there. Yeah, um, it is. But yeah, so uh now in terms of you know you you've talked about uh your future plans, maybe with some of the things with your channel. Um, but tell me about what happened in 2022 that maybe stuck out, like particular piece or video you have that did well or uh, what you're most proud of making yeah. or, or anything like that?
0: Um, Boy, it seems like such a long time ago to think of the whole year. I really haven't yeah. done a bunch of retrospective thinking on it, but I, I will I will say that I, one of the, honestly, the best times, I had such a great time coming to Nashville um, yeah. for that fly-in. It was such a – Um. So I'm pretty – I'm go, go, go. I'm 175% on one thing, and then when I run out of energy, then I just – I get into the opposite pivot of that cycle where I just don't want to do anything. It probably, honestly, probably explains why I haven't flown – I mean, it probably explains a lot of the Mm – if I really was to, like, sit down and – Psychoanalyze myself and yeah, <laughs> talk to therapists. I mean, I worked through a lot of these things.
1: That's what we're here for. You got about thirty-five therapists in the chat, I think. Exactly. I how many, so might, I think. Maybe more.
0: What was really great for me is the way we manage the the fly in and that i didn't fly an airplane down and i kind of just freeloaded off of everyone and i'm yeah. sorry to those of you who i may <laughs> took advantage of the situation but flew down you know flew down with josh and the cirrus hung out with you guys flew in all of your planes while we were there crashed at your place and like had literally no responsibility was able to You know, shoot video and make some content. I still, I still owe the world a part two. That is actually, it's it's half done. I mean, I'm half. It's half edited. I just haven't finished. Released
1: this part one point five.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just (laughs) as it is. But the 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 trip really was a. That was definitely a highlight in October. The Nashville. um,
1: Yeah, well, and I
0: think. Sorry, and well, just the other thing I'll say about it is the other part I think was, um, getting to fly for work. Oops, I'm not supposed to say that. On uh, getting to fly to Newport News with a coworker for you know a couple of times to go down there for, when you really start to break down the, the benefits of that like cost time like like the eight hour drive versus like the two hour flight trip, it starts mm-hmm. to make a lot of sense. And so we never officially flew for work. Quote right. Uh, end quote.
1: Of course. Uh- yeah, so I just I'm just glad to hear that exactly that was the experience you had in Nashville because it really was my response to what your response was from having done all the planning for the event in in March uh, for the Outer Banks. It was it was a lot on you, um, and so I wanted to do something where it was like we we learned from that, right? So now and we still uh, we had been talking about Saint Simons for for March. Uh, but now that is uh, not going to be happening um, because uh, of reasons that are beyond our control. But we'll we'll still get there one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess people have priorities in their life or whatever that their jobs. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Um, no, but uh, so we still uh, we have a weekend in March that we've all nailed down that we've got to figure out where we're going to go and what we're going to do yeah. and. You know, here's the thing, man. Worst case scenario, everybody just come back to Nashville because that worked, and we there's plenty of other places we can go that are awesome. If that's like a central enough hub and that works as a backup, maybe that's that's a thing. But um, I, you know, I feel like I'd lo- I I want to go somewhere where it's not cold, mm-hmm. um, and even in that time of year, who knows what it'll be, but uh, it won't be warm, probably. Right. Um, I don't know, so we we got to figure that out. Uh, so yeah, if you guys do. have uh, suggestions in the chat of where you think we should host the next midlife pilot fly-in, um, you know, everybody just list your home airport in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> we're and
0: we're, we'll draw them out of a hat, and if we'll come to your hometown <laughs> and surprise you all, we're all crashing at your place.
1: Oh, uh, and yes, one bull Geek saying he, that he hates hearing about how great of a time we had. I oh, still got
0: to get that clip to share with everyone.
1: Oh, it's the best. It is uh, the best. Yeah. Um, I, was, I hate that we're still relishing in that, uh, Mr. Geek. Uh, but you saying, damn it, was the funniest thing I've seen. Um, it was so guttural. It was so... Uh, you know, you could, you, you know, it's like one of those movie cuts where they open out to like the mountains and the birds scurrying and the, you know, like the loud screenshot. Yeah. Uh,
0: we had all, just to recap real quick for everyone who didn't know, we, we had all made it to, uh, to Nashville and, or, you know, and, um, one dog geek was, was coming to this flying and was the plan to come to this flying and he had taken off in his, uh, his Cherokee and had, it was on his way and was smelling fuel and, um, noticed, reached down and around his fuel selector valve, the carpet was wet and it was fuel leaking from the fuel selector valve. And when he was videoing his flight and when he realized there was fuel leaking there and he sent us the clip of it, he smelled the fuel and he just said, damn it. You know, and um, he explained to us later, you know, that wasn't even about the, he wasn't upset about the fact that he had a fuel valve you know problem and that there was fuel leaking in his thing and that his cabin could explode at any moment he was uh (laughs) he was upset about the fact that he knew immediately that many had to turn around and couldn't come to the flying in in nashville that weekend and um so we all felt terrible but it was uh um it was a bummer for sure yeah but there's a video clip of it we need to show it i need to make a note to myself maybe the next podcast recording we'll, we'll play the clip from it
1: Austin Timmerman saying he wants to go to Tennessee but not to Nashville. Uh, I totally understand that sentiment We live in a middle of a this is like a drunk Disneyland for tourists here There's a lot of other great places in Tennessee I mean the flying is good here but um be interested to see what other Tennessee places you like I mean the the mm-hmm. eastern Eastern Tennessee is great in the mountains and all that um, so the date the question was the date uh, March 24th through the 26th so it's the it's the weekend before sun and fun, I think. Uh, if I'm not, yeah, I'm not mistaken. Uh, so yeah, March 24th through March 26th. Yeah. 28th, March 28th, April 2nd, then a sun and fun.
0: So yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know what that means. If the sun and fun has no implications on it, but, um, uh, I do know that somebody's already registered the or reserved the Archer to go to Sun and Fun that I fly, so I won't be flying anywhere during Sun and Fun. But uh, but uh, but that's okay. Um, yeah. So, um, March yeah, March twenty fourth through twenty sixth. I mean, we'll just have to keep kicking it around, people. And uh, you know, there's a lot of time for a lot of different plans to happen and go wrong and change and weather to be bad, and we'll just. Figured out is there is there like a perfect place to go? Where's like the least? I don't know. We know. need to figure it out, though. Yeah. Well, and also I just want to give a special shout out to uh, Timestamp Tedder and the Sage for um, I don't know if you guys all are actually on the audio podcast um, thread uh, subscription, whatever you want to call it. Um, but we had the holidays off for the podcast, and the Sage and Timestamp Tedder recorded one of their conversations that was really great. If you haven't checked it out, uh, go find our podcast, the audio version on Apple podcasts or Spotify or whatever. Uh, But we released it as a bonus uh, episode and it's, it's, it's performed well. Like, I don't know, like maybe we don't even need to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe we could just kind of start to farm this whole thing out, but no, but it was a great conversation about, um, uh, their perspectives coming from, you know, timestamp Tedder is, you know, he's flown a gazillion planes and his 160 hours or whatever he has, he's got, you know, as many hours as he does airplanes that he's, he's flown and whatever perspective and experience that that yields versus the sage who's got all this time, essentially in one, one plane. And there's sort of some pros and cons to having a, a widely varied experience versus a singular experience. And it was a very, uh, very interesting conversation. So definitely go check it out. And You know, if you won't subscribe to our podcast, the audio version for us, at least subscribe for them, and and support that.
0: Speaking speaking of Tedder, I have to say. Uh, you, Brian, you've done a, you've done a disservice to the audience by teasing at the open of the show, some big, big news that's coming <laughs> because everyone's going to be horribly disappointed when I tell them no. the complete, the complete insanity that it is, cause it is not. Let me, ha- let
1: me just ask you, do you have the, I do not,
0: I do not. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Um, Okay, so you can
1: just, I, you know, like you know the sound that the the Price is Right uh, they didn't they they guessed wrong sound.
0: It's not, except it's not a trombone. <laughs> so, um, okay, so I was a music major in college, trumpet major. Hadn't played for years. Started playing French horn in a community band a couple years ago. i decided to get serious about that. I've started private horn lessons, and I'm going to play in the orchestra. at at Western University and the community orchestra starting in January this later this month so like I'm getting back into like that side of the music thing I'm gonna play in an orchestra for the first time since 1997 so uh it's that's all I mean it's not like it's big news it's just another uh one of the things that take time away from you know flying airplanes but it's okay
1: that is that's that's huge news
0: I love ensemble music
1: I, I think that that's a great thing. I mean, ultimately it's kind of like once you've learned how to fly an airplane and passed a check ride, a lot of other things just feel a lot. I don't know. More approachable. Yeah, exactly. You know, like there's no, there's no TSA. There's no, I mean, exactly. I, you just play the horn. That's, I think, I just think that's awesome. I, so I like that'd be fun.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It's a good challenge.
1: Maybe you could combine these things somehow. <gasps> the friend, the friend. Jordan
0: Pilot, like <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: but work like, on that. Let me let me kick some ideas around. My Let's first see. thought is is about pitch relative to the atmosphere. I have questions, so you know, we'll see. We'll explore it. We'll explore. How this much topic does it weigh? <laughs> Can you put it in the one fifty? Oh yes,
0: it's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> as long as I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it so, like a,
1: a yoke mount for the French horn? <laughs> <laughs> ATC yeah. is like
0: what? what is that
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's well, good let's, times yeah let's wrap it up I know you got to get out and, and uh, yeah I got to eat but well, uh. yeah we'll it was go good these that's little good. lives I guess
0: yeah that's great this is all great and I think 2023 is going to be an exciting year and uh, I um, I'm looking forward to it and um, we've really uh, we're as we say every week we're super thankful for the group of people that we've kind of been lucky enough to meet and uh, you know kind of surround ourselves with uh, but still is my favorite part about the whole, this whole journey has just been the people I've met and the stuff that we've uh, the stuff we've been able to create together. And, um, the meetups we've had I mean there's just a lot there's a lot of positives so thank you all for being a part of it in any way that you are patrons or (laughs) subscribers or uh, friends or whatever world we've met in Um, absolutely
1: and by the way there's some great stuff flowing in the chat right now about you I Uh, see it
0: there has to be a venturi
1: joke in there (laughs) that's pretty great Uh, something a little bit more altruistic about you know maybe you could could, uh, play charity concerts around the country at children's hospitals Put it out the window.
0: Right. Put it out the window. It's a secondary stall. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good. All right. So, so now we've got food for thought for the next two weeks while we, uh, ponder the next episode. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, everyone. Uh, we, we appreciate it very, very much. Make sure you press buttons and share things and I don't know, do whatever things that don't take a lot of energy that help us sustain whatever we're doing here. Cause, uh, you know, we got, we got horns to pay for, we got, do you rent it like, like no, like, I, i it's, you rent I it like, like one. a kid in school, you know, like I have one, it's a nice one too. Uh, yeah.
0: but thankfully,
1: uh, is it, is it, would you say your French horn is sort of the Beechcraft of horns or the Cessna of horns or the Mooney? It's not a
0: Cirrus. It's not a Cirrus of horns. Um, <laughs> but it's also not a, hmm, I don't know. It's not a model rocket ship. Is it? Is it It, old or new? Oh, it's old. It's it's it was made in
1: 1966. Okay,
0: so Um, it's it's a con. It's a con 8D. Google it. It's a it's a it's a really good. It's a good. It's a good one.
1: Uh, It's a good one. All right, so it's like an old stationaire. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. All right. All right. Thanks thanks everybody. Peace. Thanks for
0: potting with me, Brian. And we'll do it again in uh, we'll do it again in a couple weeks.